Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Hope you are all doing great. Listen, we've got a lot to talk about. This state is such a mess. Who knew that the priority would be the dog in your car instead of the person in your car? I have to be honest, I had no idea. I started talking about this this morning. Actually, it started last night. We did a story on Chasing News talking about how in New Jersey, if you don't buckle up and secure or harness your pet in your car, you could be found guilty of animal cruelty right? And it goes even further. The animal cruelty rules in New Jersey say that you could serve six months in jail and pay a $250 to $1,000 fine. That seems completely insane to me. So that's what's going on in the Garden State. We've got illegal immigrants getting free college and legal fees, yet pet owners who are perfectly responsible with their dogs in the way back if they have an SUV, or in my case, my dog Callie sits on the floor behind the passenger seat and every once in a while pops her head up and looks out the window because, well, she gets car sick. And I got to be honest, I guess we're all lawbreakers because I'm not going to change that policy. We're just going to keep doing it and hope I don't get called out for it. So, hey, if I'm gone for six months, you'll know it may be because I ended up having to serve six months in jail for not uh, harnessing Callie in the backseat of my car. Can you imagine, how have we not had one legislator stand up and stare down the animal rights wackos who think this is an appropriate law? We've had conversations. It's funny, there's a lot of um, tension and apprehension every time I bring up an animal story because the animal rights folks, some of the more radical ones, they're the ones that protest, they're the ones that call for boycotts of advertisers. You know why? Because they're wacky and they don't realize that there are sensible, sane, calm people, people like me, people like most of you, um, that say, look, we are going to protect our pets. They are like family. But the idea that the state of New Jersey would charge you a $46 ticket for an unsecured human in your car, but you go to jail for the dog is, is completely outrageous. And here's what these animal wackos don't tell you. They don't tell you that most of the deaths of animals in cars are not because Tunces is out there driving the car. It's because some guy or gal put a dog in the back of an open pickup truck bed. No kidding, right? That's the issue. So if that's the problem, it seems to me that these laws in New Jersey are solutions in search of a problem. And we get so much of that. Look what just happened on New Jersey Transit. Hi, Maria. How are you? Um, yes. I. Oh, Maria. Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Listen, Maria, I have articles every day i post at least twice on nj1015.com so if you're deaf and you are unable to listen to my show but you're able to watch this now i don't know and here's a good here's maybe a question for you um if you're able to tune in here is there closed captioning for facebook live on your computer if there is then please follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia and make sure you go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. That is not only my uh, website within this nest of New Jersey 101.5, but all of my events, whether I do them with Chasing News, whether I do it because I'm out doing comedy, music, etc., they're all on nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Every issue that I talk about, whether it's dogs or taxes or illegal immigrants, there's always gonna be an article to follow. Now, I ran out of time today, but I will likely have the dog article and another discussion of illegal immigrants posted on the website tomorrow uh, by the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. But thank you, Maria. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, Daniel, dogs should be uh, created in the car. Well, 
uh, you know, crated in the car like what? Like Mitt Romney, the crated dog, put on the top of the roof? I, that's not practical if you've got a 175-pound dog, as you heard about earlier. You know, some people can afford to have the dog. They can afford to have a small car. They can't afford to buy a big enough car to have their huge dog put in there. And if they got to take them to the vet, they shouldn't face a potential of $1,000 fine for having that dog unsecured in the back. It's Is it a risk? Of course it is. When are we going to stop legislating and fining every risk? I had a caller this morning that shared a story, horrible story, how this big dog flew up from the back seat and broke the passenger's neck. Horrific. But that's a one-off. That's an anomaly. That's an outlier. So we need to stop legislating out of panic and fear for the one-off mistake, the one-off tragedy. That's why I can't stand all of these laws that are named after either kids that have been killed or, you know, pets that, like, they, they, we name a law after one horrific incident. And then everybody thinks, oh, you've solved the problem. No, you haven't, because these are one-off anomalies, outlier events that aren't the norm. You can, you can never legislate or protect against every scenario of death, mayhem, and destruction. Um, hey, Stephanie, how are you? Well, yeah, if your dog is a maniac, all right, so Stephanie's question is, uh, Stephanie Belcher, uh, that's a great last name, by the way, Stephanie. I think of... Um, I, I think of the, uh, what is it, Bob's, Bob's Burgers, right? The cartoon that every once in a while when my brain needs to shut down. I, I love cartoons like that. I think it's the best way to decompress. Anyway, apparently they're from New Jersey too. That's a whole other story. I can do a whole segment just on that. Anyway, your question is serious. Uh, you're, if your dog's a maniac, then the dog should be harnessed. Yes, exactly. Stephanie, you don't need the government. If I know my dog is nuts and maybe jumping and scrambling into the front seat, I'm either not going to put her in the car or I'm going to have her harnessed and strapped down. My dog sits literally all curled up behind the passenger seat and then every once in a while pops up and looks out the window. It's fine. All right. Uh, Marie. Yep. Thank you, Marie. Uh, you create, you have two dogs. So Marie Sharon creates, creates two dogs when she's in the SUV. Yeah, exactly. If you're in an SUV and your crates are going to fit, that's an entirely different story. But I will tell you, um, the problem with the leash is I worry. I told a story on the air this morning. My dog, my last dog, Fenway, had her collar on and was in the kitchen and Jody and I, my wife were in the other room and I heard her squealing or yiping or making some noise. I ran in to see what was wrong. She had jumped up to try to get some food that I had left on the counter and got her collar stuck on the drawer handle. That was a very frightening moment. I freed her, but she would have choked to death. So I have a whole choking fear with animals and I take her leash off before she goes in the car. Less secure is better as far as me. Uh, hey, Dawn, so what about all the idiots you're asking with their dogs in their laps? Thank you, Don. I brought that up this morning. The problem with New Jersey law is we don't differentiate between idiots and people that are just doing a normal activity that really doesn't deserve a fine. If you're stupid enough to drive with your dog in your lap, knowing that dog could get spooked, jump on the wheel, and worse, I have this problem. Like I, I'm pa paranoid about the dog rolling off the lap if you stop short and getting wedged in the accelerator or the brake. What if the dog wedges in the brake and you can't stop your car? It is a really dumb idea to put a dog on your lap when you're driving. Stop doing that. Cops should be aggressively ticketing people that do that. I'm okay giving them a warning first, though. No one should do six months in jail 
uh, just for driving with a dog unsecured. That's that's absurd. Hey, Marie, how are you? Uh, thank you, Marie. You love the morning show. I appreciate that. Um, yes, sometimes I listen to myself talk and my head feels like it's going to explode. Uh, so you disagreed with me about the, oh, all right, listen, my dog from Michigan, of course they were reputable breeders. It was, you know, this idea of a puppy mill is propaganda. I appreciate, Maria, that you listen to the show and like the show. We're going to respectfully disagree on this. Puppy mill, that whole terminology was done as propaganda to inflate the, the, the action of going to dog rescues. And it occurred to me, with all the stray dogs that are around New Jersey, why do our dog rescues go so far and wide to other states to bring dogs in to get them marketed here? And then the second question is, why is it so difficult for people to rescue a dog? You got to do a background check. You got to fill it out. Are you kidding me? I'm thinking the dog that was left on the side of the road is perfectly fine in about whatever accommodations you're going to offer them. So I think that this is a lot of uh, propaganda that is hurting a legitimate legal industry. If I buy another dog, it will either be from a store where it's a reputable breeder. I mean, they have ratings with AKC, etc. You can actually do research and find out that your pet breeder is okay. What about if you've got a special needs kid and you need a specific kind of dog? We rescued a pit bull shepherd. Now you think somebody that has a special needs kid is going to take the risk to rescue a pit bull shepherd? Probably not. But that kid deserves a pet like every other kid. Puppy mills is a term that should go away. There are, there are companies out there that do nasty things, illegal things, treat dogs poorly, inhumane treatment of animals. Absolutely that happens. That said, not every pet store is like that. Most people in the breeding and pet store business love animals the way we do. So let's not disparage le legal, legitimate businesses who are treating animals correctly just because a few of them treat them poorly. Hey, John, but thank you, Maria. I do appreciate that question. John Sid, um, they want to find dog owners, but if you're seeking in the country illegally, yeah. John, I ended the show. Uh, I'm ending the show, actually, with uh, Genesis, the song from Genesis, uh, Illegal Aliens, where Phil Collins does an accent. I mean, it's totally not PC. Can you imagine writing and singing that song in today's politically correct environment? Never get away with it. So I play it every single day because you are spot on, John. They will protect an illegal immigrant. And we're not talking about just the poor kid that got brought here at two years old and is stuck and doesn't even speak the language of their uh, supposed home country. I'm not in favor of deporting those kids. But somebody convicted of a crime, drunk drivers, murderers, rapists, you bet our law enforcement should be working with ICE and with the federal government to stop the flow of illegals into New Jersey. We've basically turned on an illegal alien magnet. It's like the Batman call sign. We've said, hey, illegals, come to New Jersey. We'll give you a free college. We'll, why don't we start housing, feeding, and, and, and legal fees to sue our own legitimate government? It's wrong. It's expensive. And in my opinion, it is a compromise of public safety. We have a problem with Governor Murphy and Attorney General Graywall where they are willing to stand up for what? to put fines and, and dog owners in jail, and we've got illegals that are living off taxpayer money. It has got to stop. This process has to stop. The sanctuary city is not a legitimate policy position. It has to stop. The federal government can do it. I'd like to see the federal government take New Jersey to court and stop this once and for all. All right, guys. Um, Margaret, yep. Yes, they are out of hand. I agree. Maureen, thank you. Uh, yes, 
listen, Maureen, I totally agree with you. My dogs are family members. There's no doubt about that. And we take extraordinary measures to make sure they are safe. However, I also know my dog well enough that it ain't going to work if I try to strap her into that back seat. She's got to be on the floor. She doesn't like the car. And we try not to take her anywhere unless it's back and forth to the vet because she gets car sick. So that said, uh, if you miss me for six months and I end up uh, doing time for uh, taking my dog to the vet without a restraint, then that's just what's going to happen. Don't worry. I'll figure out a way to still blog from uh, from behind the bar. So don't worry about that. Phil, all right. Um, uh, you'll, you'll come back when I talk more about important topics like, oh, Phil, glad you brought this up. First of all, the dog conversation is an incredibly important conversation to have because you can actually do jail time for violating what I consider a stupid law. But if you think the Phil Murphy recall petition is a serious topic, then you should not be listening to me. I am not going to promote something that is just making a couple people feel good on social media. You are not going to recall the governor. On what grounds would we recall the governor? It doesn't make any sense. Let the federal government do their job and go after these guys legally. Let the voters do their job. Three and a half million people did not vote in the last election. That's why Phil Murphy is governor. Give up this fantasy on a recall petition. I am not going to promote it on my show. It makes me angry, as you can probably tell by my tone right now, because I am sick and tired of good people wasting valuable time on nonsense. Stop it. We have an assembly election in 2019 where we can throw out the Democratic majority. We have a gubernatorial election in 2021 with a primary coming up in June of 2021. You want to get rid of Murphy. You want to solve these problems, lower our taxes, fix this state, give up the recall petition, stop with the fantasy and the nonsense, and get real. Start registering voters. Start talking to your neighbors. Fight this guy. We got to fight him for every dollar he wants to spend. We have to be vigilant. We have to be outspoken. And we have to be aggressive. Stick with me. I will be your voice. As long as I have a microphone, you have a microphone. Thank you guys for joining me today. I'll have a lot more tomorrow on the show. Remember, watch Chasey News tonight, my nine at 11 o'clock, Fox 5 at 1 a.m. Follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia. Follow me. And if you have something you want to say personally off the air, offline, send me a direct message. I will respond. And of course, go to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia and make sure you get tickets to my Catch a Rising Star shows coming up on Friday and Saturday this weekend. Catch a Rising Star, great comedy club in Princeton. Download the free app and subscribe to the Bill Spadia channel and the Speaking Podcast channel. And tomorrow, about 9, 9 or 9.30, I'm going to send out a link. You click that link, fill out a quick form. You could win tickets and, and listen to this, a gift certificate to a local steakhouse where you can have dinner, then come and see me perform on Saturday night. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia. I'll see you tomorrow at 6.